With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's a meet Friday. It's hour two. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We did the math. We're a little bit better. 230 weeks left before my retirement. But who's counting? Come on in, stay a while. I think we had a poll question, hour one. We'll see what we have for hour two. The uh, theme music today is pump-up songs, and we'll have those sprinkled throughout. And it is a meat Friday. The Traegers are fired up. Flat top pork fried rice, General South chicken, and pork egg rolls. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Kevin Hart taking the stage in Vegas for Reality Check, his first stand-up special in three years. Stream Reality Check, now only on Peacock, which is where you can find this program as well. The Open Championship, and it's uh, round two. Conditions are uh, still pretty nice. A little windy, but the sun is out, and uh, scores not as high as they were yesterday, at least uh, consistently from top to bottom. Brian Harmon is your leader at uh, 10 under. He's in the clubhouse at uh, 10 under par. And uh, his claim to fame, at least with this show, is he had uh, two holes in one, one round, and he sent us uh, the golf ball that uh, he used for one of those holes in one. Poll question for hour two is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Dad, we put up there for hour one, would you rather your team get a big free agent or a new owner? (laughs) Uh, Right now, all right, 36% of the audience want a new owner. Well, if if I said to Knicks fans... I'll give you Dame Lillard, or you can get a new owner. Yeah, Paul. It's got to be owner, because your owner is keeping you from getting guys like Dame Lillard, and has done that for the past 20 years. Yeah. The reason why we brought this up, it should have been a great day. Hopefully it was for Commander fans, long-suffering Commander fans, dealing with Dan Snyder. Uh, Showed him the door, and uh, he fined $60 million. So that's 1% of the sale price that... He, uh, for improprieties, sexual uh, harassment and uh, other things like defrauding other owners, perhaps. So he could be facing criminal charges. Nice parting gift there for uh, selling your, your team. But if you could have a big-time free agent or you could get rid of Daniel Snyder, you're going to go, aside from Patrick Mahomes being on the market, uh, I'll take a new owner. 
877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dpdanpatrick.com. Twitter handle, at dpshow. Operator Tyler standing by. Devontae Adams, Raiders wide receiver, set to join us. If you're thinking of coaches that could be on the hot seat right now, would you say that Devontae Adams, head coach, Josh McDaniels, would be on that hot seat? Did he get a 10-year, $100 million contract when he went there? Was it that long for that much? Felt like that was John Gruden. I can't believe they'd make the same mistake twice. What did Josh McDaniels sign for? They went 6-11 and last year, and they got rid of Derek Carr. They brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. They let Darren Waller go. They did not extend Josh Jacobs. They selected another pass rusher in Tyree Wilson. Where is he from? Texas A&M. Uh, considered a raw talent. Uh, seventh overall. But only time will tell if these moves are going to pay off for the Raiders. The over-under for Raiders wins this year. You guys want to take a guess. Over-under. What did they win? Six games last year? Yeah, 6-11. All right. Over under for the Raiders win total, Todd. I'm going to go seven and a half. All right, Seton O'Connor. Ten and a half. All right, Marvin. Eight and a half. Paulie. I'm going to drop it down to five and a half. Tough division. Six and a half. Yeah. All right, more disrespectful. Six and a half. <laughs> the Commanders. Raiders, Commanders, Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam women's team is getting six and a half goals against the uh, U.S. women's team. Seton is putting down a hundred dollars on Vietnam winning outright. And the commander's going over six and a half. And that payout will be? Uh, I'm seeing just mm, between ten and $11,000. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Just think of how much fun it'll be, too. If Should Vietnam, all we need is Vietnam to basically do the impossible tonight and, and draw with the U.S. And then... We're going to be the biggest commander fans oh all my God, season right? long. Think of that all Every season game. long watching that. Every so game. Every game. Yes, Paul. Josh McDaniels did sign a 10-year, $10 million contract. And a lot of reports... 10 for 100? Yeah, 10 for 100. 10 per year. 10 million a year. Uh, A lot of reports last year when he was on the hot seat said one of the reasons he will keep his job, at least for another year, is because they can't afford to buy him out and sign another guy because they've had that problem. Why do you have to give 10 years? I mean... They were trying to... According to things I read... Why don't we do prenups when it comes to these contracts? (laughs) I mean, we do it for marriage. This is basically a marriage. Ten years. You know, prenup. Either side can choose to get out after uh, three years. Uh, Saquon Barkley's social media is not looking good for the New York Giants. Uh, so his uh, Twitter and Instagram pages, both pages use uh, the running back for the Giants. Uh, now they simply just say Saquon Barkley. Uh, no mention of the Giants anywhere. I don't know what that means. I don't know what his leverage is. He talked about what he could do, but he's not going to do because that's not who he is, that he would sit out. Uh, yeah, I did talk to somebody yesterday, NFL-related, and for obvious reasons, can't tell you who it was, but uh, he was talking about, can there be a growing trend of these running backs who court, kind of conspire to, you know what, I'm not going to be as available as you uh, want me to be, but... It's going to be an injury, and uh, you know maybe I'm not there first week, or uh, you know maybe you pick and choose certain weeks that you're not going to be there just to let the team. Now I said, well, what does that prove? Well, they still get paid, they take uh, less uh, wear and tear, 
and they send a message to that team. And I go, I don't want somebody who's willing to do that. So they're going to do that to their teammates. You may not like the owner and what they did. The Giants, you know, the reason why they've had this team for how many decades? They're good business people. They know what they're doing, and they're playing by the rules that are already established. Yes, Saquon Barkley is underpaid. Josh Jacobs underpaid. Derrick Henry underpaid. Yeah, we get that. But who signed up for this? Who collectively bargained this? Players and the owners. Yes, Paul. A couple reports this morning that Saquon Barkley removed the Giants from all his social media bios. Yeah. Do you think that that's the wrong way for Saquon to go about this? Yes. I, I, was, I was thinking his strategy should be to play to the Giants fans. I'm ready to win now. We're ready to win now. I'm ready to go. I just need the team to meet me halfway, and I can get back on the field and get back to trying to win, which we are ready to do. Like The Giants fans are desperate for a winner, and they love him, and they, they empathize with his financial situation, believe it or not. No, I would just say, look, I'm a man of my word. I give you my word. I'm going to play as hard as I possibly can because I want to get back in the playoffs. But I don't know if this is where I want to be. Um, if I'm giving my all and ownership is not giving its all back to me. You know, I think I'm worth more than this. I will play hard. I will play hurt. I will get us back into the playoffs. I'm the most important person on this team, and I understand that. I would hope that I could be paid uh, commensurate to that. But if not, we can talk about that after the end of the season. But right now, it's about football. It's about Giants. It's about living up to a contract, living up to my word, which is what I'm going to do. But when you give these vagaries, these little hints there, and I could say this, could do that, it just kind of cheapens. And, uh, and he's better than that. Do I think he's going to sit out? I don't. But I don't think the Giants are budging here. God, they should have franchised you know, Danny Dimes. I got to see another year. I don't want to see another year with Saquon Barkley. But look, he's had two really good years and then two uh, injury plagued years. I mean, that's the position. Why am I giving you all this money at a position where it's you can get hit 300 times a year? Let's say you carry the ball 250 times and you catch the ball 60 times. There's there's 310 times where you get the ball and you're going to get hit and probably get hit by multiple people and get hit hard. I'm just being logical here. I'm not signing up for that. Saquon had 352 touches last year. Yes. Top five in football. How many times did he not get hit? <laughs> right? Goes out of bounds 20 catches. Yeah, maybe? I mean, you know, maybe 300 times he got hit. I'm just, you got to be fair to the position. And it's unfortunate. It is that they don't get compensated. But, you know. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, look at the Rams. Look at these teams that have won Super Bowls, gone to Super Bowls. You don't need to have that great running back. Yeah, Paul. Do you think that one of the reasons they maybe paid too much for Daniel Jones, the Giants, is it's the first time they've been competitive and relevant, and he had a good season. I know the numbers weren't great, but he appeared to be a, a, a solid NFL starting quarterback. And they were in a position where they didn't pick up his fifth-year option, and they had to sign him maybe a little earlier than they want to, the Giants. And they kind of... Yeah, the fans are like, all right, we got a team that's competitive, and they kind just of... give me one more year. Let me see what you can do for one more year. Who do, who do you have less confidence in being really good, Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley? And who's more important to your offense? You could make the argument that Saquon Barkley is to the Giants what Derrick Henry is to the Titans.
A couple of phone calls in here. Andrew in Washington. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Dan. Dan, it's Happy Meat Friday. Well, the Dan Tirement Tour has begun, so congratulations. I hope that you guys make it out to the Pacific Northwest one more time. Put it on the bucket list. Wherever you want to go in the Idaho, Oregon, Washington area, it'd be great to have you guys out here. Um, last show, maybe second to last show idea, I said, I know you said no guests on the last show, but maybe you bring Chris in Syracuse in studio, and then you have Shane Irving drop the digital face and actually show who he is towards Ooh. the end of Ooh. your career, right? All right. That's um, good idea. Also, a, yeah. a uh, uh, song for you. Stomp your feet, clap your hands. We will, we will rock you. That always gets people going. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, looking at pump-up songs. I don't know when they started, but uh, we are the champions. We will rock you. Those are those, uh, are songs that are generally combined. Um, did anybody, have you seen on social media, did anybody say where they, uh, maybe the first pump-up song they heard in an arena or stadium? We got a lot of We Will Rock You by Queen. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. in the 80s, early 80s, I think, late 70s. I was wondering if there's anything prior to that. Do you think they didn't play it that much at, at arenas, ballparks? But if you, li- if, if you go back and you're watching an NBA game, you can hear the shoes squeaking. There, there's no music that's playing. There's no announcer. There's no nothing. It is... It's eerily silent when you're watching. You you used to be able to hear these guys complain when they would yell at the referee. Like, you could hear F-bombs when you're watching the NBA back in the uh, 60s and 70s. Yeah, Paul. Last night, I was watching just a touch of that Showtime show, Goliath, about Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Holy cow, it's good. I really want to dive into it. But they show clips of him playing against Bill Russell, and they showed extended clips with actual sound, announcer sound. And you're right. You could hear the announcer, but then it's just like, it's like they're in a boardroom and there's just squeaking and yeah. then all of a sudden there's you know, applause, but then it's dead quiet with squeaking as they're going up and down the floor. Plus, I, re- I grew up watching games at the Boston Garden where the audience was in uh, it was darkness. And it was almost like the, the basketball floor was a stage that you're watching a play. Um, yeah, I think the Lakers maybe still do that, but, but I like that you're not watching the audience. You're watching the actual basketball game and and that floor felt like a stage a broadway show uh dakota in indiana hi dakota what's on your mind hey good morning dan danette hope you guys are doing well uh i know todd's happy with the food today yes um early worst of the weekend uh next four and a half years is going to be heartbreaking but early congratulations thank you so much for everything you've done for us in the dp nation i do want to ask um in preparation for when you do retire, uh, four and a half years, can we get like an archived best of the best of the show? Because we're going to need something to fill our time. I could check with the backroom guys that maybe they could put something there that if you, you're jonesing for a fix in four and a half years, five years, six years, and you just click on it, uh, maybe a YouTube channel, maybe uh, something like that. Uh, Chris in South Carolina. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Dan, you talk about uh, songs to get you pumped up, but no one's talked about Curtis Blow basketball. Remember that one? Uh, Paulie, do you uh, is that the, we're talking about? Yeah, that's the one. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. That's one. 
Curtis Blow's awesome. Curtis Blow is awesome. Curtis Blow. All right. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Chris. With the muck in my hand. <laughs> like every song from that era, at some point, yes. the MC would reference the muck in my hand. <laughs> it was so theatrical. It was hurrah. And I like to go up down the court. <laughs> like Rick. White lines had a lot of. Thank God for Rockham. He was like, oh, yeah. stop all this yelling. <laughs> he just said, thinking of a master plan. Oh, you're rapping like that? No, yes. Everyone's going to rap like this. Death now. with the record. Death with the record. Did, did he start that? Yeah, it may have been. Uh, yes. Before him, there was is a lot of hurrah. You know. <laughs> Don't push me, cause I'm close. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder yeah, how like, I keep from going under. But it was very animated, and it was very, and they all dressed like Rick James and like Cool Modi type stuff. Oh, yeah, Cool Modi. Cool Modi was great. Yes, yeah. guys like him and Big Daddy Kane. Those guys Ooh. ushered in, okay. you know, okay. what you see now, what? or not now, but what you saw in the '90s. Is that the version of uh, Big Hair Bands, the the original? Way of rapping? Yeah, like Poison and Rat and those things. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Similar yeah, yeah. time period. Rakim could have been Guns N' Roses, where everyone was like, ah, all you guys leave. Mm. This is what's going on now. Okay. Yeah. All right, let me take a break. Uh, Devontae Adams of the Raiders set to join us on the program. Rick Neuheisel, former college coach working for CBS Sports. He'll try to make sense of college football, Pac-12, San Diego State mess, Notre Dame, Five years, are they in the Big Ten? Are they still independent? What's going on at Northwestern? Is that still a good job? And then the SEC. You know what makes the SEC so great is it's a soap opera. And any sport, every sport needs a soap opera. And it's year-round. Baseball doesn't have a soap opera. NBA has a soap opera. NFL is a soap opera. Reality show. I mean, SEC, that is a soap opera. And Lane Kiffin... Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and what's at stake there? We'll have that for you coming up at the top of the hour. We're back with the Raiders wide receiver, Devontae Adams, right after this Dan Patrick Show. You've heard the CEO, Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds, explain how they've helped thousands of small businesses with their ERC tax refunds, the ERC, the Employee Retention Credit. If you own a business, you have more than four employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Different industries have different deductions in their ERC claims. Construction, healthcare, retailers, bars, restaurants, and other industries. Innovation Refunds is dedicated to helping business owners, just like you, navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys. They are experienced in understanding the ways that different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions as the result of the pandemic. Innovation Refunds teaming up with John Taffer. You might recognize the name, host of Bar Rescue. Together, they're going to help restaurants and bar owners find out if they're eligible for the ERC tax credit. The industry needs help, and uh, they don't get paid unless you get paid. Call 1-843-REFUNDS, 1-843-REFUNDS, or go to innovationrefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, 
You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Macs with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Okay. Yeah, we started towards the bottom, and now we're here. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> That's how I like to say okay. it. Blue. Okay. <laughs> we began towards the bottom. Now we're right up now here. Now we're here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I I don't I yeah I should give Drake a chance. Yeah, I think Drake's sports. Yeah, stuff. no, I've, I've said that that, that the whole uh, I'm shooting layups with the Kentucky Wildcats and and now I'm right there with the Toronto Raptors. I'm sitting courtside. I could get in and you know in a second if somebody's injured, you know I could be there. I don't know why that bothered me. Yeah, Mars. Maybe because you were a real ball player. Yeah. Not, not even trying to be funny, but he couldn't play and you could play. He's like, yeah. But you know, I'd probably be the same way if I was in his position. Hell like, yeah. hey, UConn. Oh no, I I get that. I mean, it's like I'm not an actor, but because I know Adam Sandler, I get to be in movies. And you got probably you know people are like, he's no actor, and I'm like, I I I get that, but I get the opportunity to be in all these movies. 
Did you see where Sandler was playing hoops yesterday in New York with Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. Chalamet's got game? Yes. Huh. Yeah. He looks so wispy. Very wispy. But uh, judging from the photos, and I reached out to Sandman. I said, uh, how's it going? He said, great. But, uh, Just balling with Chalamet. Yeah. I, I don't know if they were playing hoops and didn't know each other was going to be playing hoops, but they had a pickup game, and uh, the actor Timothy Chalamet. Looked like he had a little bit of game there. Adam Sandler was wearing a shirt that said, let me ask my wife, which I just thought was <laughs> hilarious. It's a great shirt. He didn't spend a lot on wardrobe. No. He does not. I, I'm guessing that the him and Fritzy don't spend a lot on wardrobe. Do not. No. But Sandler probably gets everything free wherever he goes, and you get everything free from this show. Yes, Pauline? I thought Timothy Chalamet was French. Is he American? Yeah. I, I, I've never heard the guy speak before. I don't know. I don't know his movies. I've seen him on TV, and yes. he's very famous. I thought with that name, Chalamet, I assumed he was a French kid. I he, think he has an accent uh, you on his uh, <laughs> on his name, but he's from I think uh, Manhattan. Lower. Born, yeah, born on the uh, west side of Manhattan. Yeah, he's a boss man, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, he's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, he's a big deal. Great actor, but uh, he and Sandman there. He has some funny uh, like Apple. I want to say Apple TV commercials or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, the, funny. the ladies like him. The girls, he's big in my household with at least one of my daughters. It's like, you know, Timothy Chalamet. But you see him come on screen and you're like, man, is this kid just killing life yeah. or what? Yeah, he's doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's doing okay. Is he like Harry Styles level or not there yet? In that's, a different way, but he's there. That's okay. probably a good comparison, yeah, actually. He's there. He's there. He's a, he's, he's a serious actor. He's in films, Sandler's in movies. Okay. Yeah, he, he's a serious actor. But he's in Dune. Uncut Gems was a film. Yes, but that was done by the Safdie brothers. Okay. So they, they do films. So would that be a crossover event for uh, Sandman? Sandman? Like Chicago PD and Chicago Fire? He, he should have had a, an Oscar nomination for Uncut Gems. Yeah. He and, well, and Punch Drunk Love, too. He yeah. got a lot of respect yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. People are always like, man, he can act. And I go, he's an actor. Yeah. He just does goofy things. <laughs> It, it's almost like Robin Williams. Sometimes you look forward to oh, yeah. him in the, in the serious roles. I I always like Robin Williams when he wasn't being all wired out. Robin Williams, yeah. You know, I I just I found it uncomfortable when he'd be on these talk shows and he would just take over, and I'd be like, oh, enough, 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 enough. There's like a Jim Carrey element yes, there too, yeah. where Jim Carrey can be uh, sort of that Robin Williams bouncing off the walls thing, yeah. And then he can also be really like super soft and sensitive. Uh, as an actor, too. Well, if you look at Goodwill Hunting, yeah, uh, even Good Morning Vietnam, th there was still a little bit of that. Yeah. But I mean, he was so talented. I always wanted him a little softer, uh, just not as pronounced. Mm. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Uh, Rick Neuheisel will talk uh, the state of college football coming up. He is uh, Devonte Adams, the Raiders wide receiver. He's uh, working with Project. Food box, which we'll talk about here in a moment. We've been talking about uh, pump-up songs here. What's the pump-up song that you have before you go out and play a game? Pump-up song. Man, I don't know. I don't really have a go-to pump-up song. I'm, I'm usually already pretty jacked up and pumped up <laughs> before I go out there. What so do you usually? <laughs> do believe, you believe it or not, I play a little Erica Badu or something, something soothing, something that kind of calms me down before I go out, and then maybe. Maybe you'll hear some Migos or some some uh, some Mozzie for the Bay Area guys, or you know maybe I'm playing some J Cole or something like that. I don't I don't really need any crazy type of music to get me going because my 
my heart rate is usually going pretty crazy before before the game even gets there. Usually, I so. like that. Okay, so you have calm down music. Yeah, yeah. I like I like R and B throughout the day just to kind of keep me level, and then I might spike it up right before we go out or play something over the speakers in the locker room or something like that um, at the last minute. What's the oddest place you've ever been recognized? Wow, that's a great question. The oddest place, I would say, in a convenience store in Medellin, Colombia. <laughs> okay. okay, how did that work? I mean, walk me through it here. Well, um, I was on a trip out there. One of my best friends, he was teaching English out there, so he was um, right out of high, right out of college. We all did our own thing. I obviously went to the Packers and. He went to uh, to Columbia and was teaching an uh, English course out there. And I was out there with him on like, a, I think it was like a Friday night or something. We were um, uh, of age, so we were grabbing a nice adult beverage. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, I'm in one of the one of the aisles and this guy is like, I mean, he's speaking just obviously, I mean, it's like 90, probably 5 percent Spanish out there. I mean, it's not a lot of English. This guy's talking to somebody and he hits a corner and he literally stops in his tracks immediately, looks at me. And he says, Devante Adams? <laughs> and I was like, and, and that's the, one of the reasons I love it so much out there is that it's so good for my social anxiety. I can kind of move around like a normal, you know, human being and, and go to the grocery store and do stuff like that. So when he did that, it kind of kind of like threw me off a little bit because I wasn't really ready to be recognized, especially in that moment. I've been recognized out there before, but it was like maybe nine thirty at night, and it just literally like three people in this small store, and this guy recognized me. <laughs> but the social anxiety how does that how does that affect you when you're playing, uh, you know, games, being interviewed, people want to talk to you before or after a game? Yeah. How do you get? How do you manage that? For me, it's it it really doesn't spike, or I don't really feel it in, unless it's a situation where. I, I feel like I'm 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 trying to live and be amongst the commoners and in you know a situation where if I'm at a game or dealing with media and stuff like that I'm already anticipating that so it really doesn't do the same thing but you know if I'm in Vegas I can't just go into you know the wind shops or the you know go to the mall or something like that that's when my social anxiety is going crazy because I'm in a place where people have a lot of access to me and it's not for a you know a particular reason. It's more for, you know, they just have the the free access to come up and talk to me, ask me questions and things like that, which I love to do. But, you know, it's a little different when you're in a public place and everybody can come from all different angles. You know, if I'm at a, but how is it different it, in Green Bay? Um, well, Green was Bay, it? to be honest, it, it wasn't very much different. It was um, in Green Bay. The difference is you have uh, more of football fanatics. So it's like a a sense of, um, you know, our, our football hero. And it's, it's more of just that. So when they, you know, would come across them, it was more like, you know, a sense of like a family thing, but in Vegas, it's a different types of fans. You got people that don't care at all about football, but they just know you as a figure. They see, you know, the billboards on the strip and all that stuff. So it's more of like a more intense type of interaction than what it was in Green Bay. He's Devontae Adams, and uh, he's working with a Project Food Box, an organization helping hunger nonprofits deliver fresh produce to uh, underserved communities. In fact, you're getting ready to do that now. How'd you get involved in this? Well, got connected through uh, my marketing guy with a with a 
the you know the great man that, that runs this um and had the opportunity to talk to him um and and started with the my cleat my cause um collaboration idea and kind of turned into a little bit more just because it was kind of an organic um you know interaction and it just it kind of hit home with me because growing up i didn't have those type that type of access to you know food banks where you could literally have you know fresh groceries and and you know healthy foods not just stuff people come dropping up stuff dropping off stuff at your door but it's more customized and catered to your diet and what you um what you need specifically so when when i think about helping people that are less fortunate and then also being able to give them the top-notch things you know because these these farmers get connected with these food banks and it's it's fresh from the source so having those type of things to where it's you know we're not dropping off cookies and a bunch of just discarded goodies it's it's really good stuff that's that's great for cooking and you know just um directly eating as well so that kind of hit home for me and it was kind of a no-brainer it's called project food box and he'll be visiting a food bank in vegas today when's the last time you talked to josh jacobs um Talked to Josh Jacobs uh, recently. It was probably maybe about th- three or four days ago. What did you say? You know, I just I just told him keep his head. Um, you know, this is my tenth year now. I've been through the the contract process um, a total of three times now. Um, you know, it's a little easier when you first come in, and then once you start doing your thing on the field, and then makes things a little bit more interesting come contract time. So basically just told him I understand where he's coming from you know you gotta you gotta do what you have to do um you know in in order to um you know feel your your worth and you can't just do something that your heart's not in so at the end of the day if it's if it doesn't make sense to you you gotta do what you gotta do um but at the same time I try to present all the things to him that you know the positives of coming back um you know he and I are really close so when it comes to the the connection and, you know, I just try to remind them of the opportunities we have to potentially do something special together. And um, I also let them know that, you know, I play with a great deal of running backs, really good running backs. And there's only a handful that I feel like I could go to literal war with. And he's one of those guys. Um, so when I think about winning a Super Bowl and what it takes to win one, you know, because I haven't done that yet. I think about having a guy like him, on, you know, in the backfield, um, you know, by my side, another dog that's ready to to go to war and and do whatever it takes to get it done. I mean, one of the toughest guys I've ever been around. Um, and I mean, the growth that I saw, obviously didn't know him very well before this, um, not having been around him as much. But uh, the growth that I saw from the previous year to this last year, um, you know, I don't I don't ever want to take credit for anything, but I know that when when you get around other people that are that are like you or that push you it kind of brings the best out of you which is kind of the aaron Rodgers effect with me i feel like having aaron early in my career um his mindset his work ethic and um yeah honestly the work ethic is is through the roof but like i said just the way he thinks about the game the way he approaches it um they put so much of of the way he does it you know into into my craft and i was able to kind of steal a few things and I think the same thing happened with with both of them, you know, me and Josh. You yeah. know, I feel like he helped me with some of that stuff, and it was great having another dog next to me out there, um, and and vice versa. So, try to just give him as much as I can without trying to steer his mind anywhere, because I know what that process is like, and I know what it's like when you know you're you're going back and forth with the club about numbers and all those things. So, don't want to be be naive in a situation, but also want to make sure that he 
um, is aware of everything that comes with it and also, um, you know, the opportunity that we have together. What's your favorite Aaron Rodgers story? Well, I have my favorite, but I can't share that one. So that's the one I want to hear. <laughs> um, if you want me and Aaron to look, our, our friendship has, <laughs> we've sustained it and we've done a good job of even maybe kicking it up to a new level. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Leaving, so okay. if you want, if you want to keep that intact and no issues, then I cannot share one of them. Okay. It's not even that bad. It's just a, it's just a story that kind of got to stay within the team and if he ever sees this he nope. will okay fair enough. fair enough he'll know okay. what the, what second story best is. aaron Rodgers story that you'll be telling your grandkids um well i'll tell you the story this was this was a veteran in a in a rookie story um it's not that crazy but it but it is it just shows you the intensity and kind of what i was just referring to um so aaron Rodgers, my I believe it was week two of 2014, my rookie year. Um, week one, we played Seattle, opened up the season, and I think I played like eight plays. So I didn't really get too much action that day. Um, so week two against the Lions in Detroit, we're in that crazy stadium and crazy things happen in there. So, you know, I've done everything about as good as you could. I was in my book like like no other rookie in the world. And, um, you know, we have, we, have, we have signals. We use signals a lot over there. You guys saw us looking, looking over, giving me a signal, something quick. So we had a signal that was basically like this. And then we had a signal that was like this. So that and that. So he looks over to me. And to his, in his defense, I technically should have known which one it was because you Well, they're very a, similar looking, though, Devon. Very similar. This and, and a key in, in, in that one look very similar. So at the line, he's saying, going through the cadence, green 19, and in between, he throws one of those signals out there. My brain just starts doing backflips and crashing in the walls, all types of stuff. So I, I freak out and I just pick one. So I don't even think of the fact that I need another person with me to do the the other one, though the one that I did. So I do the wrong thing and I run a slant. He throws a little quick, quick screen to me. Obviously, I don't catch this ball. <laughs> the corner follows me. The ball flies out of bounds. It was like it goes to like third down or something. He comes sprinting over to me basically during the game, like just just letting me have it. And and Dominican Sue looked over at him. It was so awkward. Like they, they didn't even, they couldn't even make fun. So he looks over because I'm so confused. Like, what do you mean? I didn't even in my head. I'm like, I did the right thing. And he's going off on me. He's like, and I tell him, and what what the worst thing that you can do in that situation is is to just tell him talk back what you were thinking. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you just you just gotta say my bad. Like that's on me, especially <laughs> as a young guy, especially, you know, 10 years ago or whatever that was. So this man runs over there and does that. And Dominican Sue looks at him, looks at me as we're like right all next to each other now. And he goes, Ooh, you in trouble. <laughs> and that was like one of the worst feelings I've ever had on the field. Cause uh, I couldn't say anything. One, I can't say anything because it's in Dominican Sue and I'm a rookie anyway. Second, I mean, I literally was in trouble and he, I, I mean, I couldn't say anything about it. So that was, that was probably one of the better, better ones. And then, um, safe to say I didn't make that mistake anymore. That's good. Yeah. You've done done well since then. Uh, great to have you on. Good luck with the uh, Project uh, Food Box there. We appreciate your time. Good luck this upcoming season, Devontae. Thank you, boss. Much appreciated. That's uh, Devontae Adams, the Raiders.
Yeah, I could, uh, but he's making two hand signals for those listening on radio. So one is uh, like you're starting a car, jingling keys, and then other has got three fingers out. But if you look at it, as he was showing, they're very similar. And I'm guessing Rogers probably flashed that quickly, like, hey, I'm going to throw a little screen to you. And he's getting it. And he's going, I, I don't know what he, wait, which one are we doing? And then he runs a slam. And I could imagine Rogers being a perfectionist running over there like, you know, what are you doing, man? But the fact that Dominican Sue being sensitive in the moment, like can't even make fun of it. That's good stuff. All right, we'll take a break. Pump up songs. You guys want to weigh in on this? That's our theme today on this Meet Friday. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise, set several generations after the last installment, in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Pretty good stuff. That was a tight post, EP. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh... <laughs> you could have got a piece of paper in between you and that post. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're a maniac, by the way. I am. You're, you're an absolute maniac. I, I am. Can I tell a story? You have a minute? Have a minute? You used to do things when we first worked together, and you had the late because I would go home from work at four thirty or whenever the show was over. Yeah. You had to stay to do the eleven o'clock sports. Yes. You would drive home from ESPN to Milford, and it's a long drive, and you know there's nothing to do, and yeah, you know, twelve thirty in the morning or whatever time you were heading yes, home. Yes, it was. You would call my work answering machine. And leave little notes like, hey, we should have a John Gruden on or call Peter Gammons, little things like that. But then you would also turn up the radio and it'd be like, you two's beautiful day. And you're like, Pauly Paps, I'm going to do a little something for you to make your night. Here's you two. And you would do a total talk up to you two. And then you're like, that wasn't that good. And then you'd switch over like, here is Rush's mm, Spirit yeah. of the Radio. And then you would do that. Yep. I still have some of those. Mm. And for the last show, the last one. Okay, that's fine. Yes, Todd. When you weren't prepping for Sports Center or stealing Jason Jackson's TV, what did you do all those hours? I know you grab a little bite to eat or something, but that's a lot of hours before eleven o'clock between the end of the radio show. You had to write the show. I had to take a nap, dinner, socialize, uh, fix all the mistakes that you had earlier in the day. <laughs> clean that up. That's a lot of mistakes. By the way, we got a shout out from Chase Daniel. Uh, I said yesterday, you want somebody who should be really upset, Derek Henry. He might be the most underpaid athlete in all the sports. He's made $42 million in his career. Chase Daniel, backup quarterback, hasn't played in a meaningful game in his career. <laughs> oh, no. Has made $42 million. And Chase Daniel gave me a shout-out. Thank you for the name drop, DP Show. Oh, I, no. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Chase. Awesomely awkward. I don't think Chase is upset with the fact that he's made a, a tremendous living for no, himself. No, he shouldn't and be. And that people can recognize that. Yeah, no. he tweeted that from a boat. But I, I hope Chase Daniel knows. <laughs> a yacht. We've been appreciating his work or uh, pay for his work for years. But, Never played in a meaningful game. I know. Maybe that was a little harsh. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think we invited him on, didn't we, Todd? We did. Okay. Right. Oh, come on. Uh, JP and Desmone. Hey, JP, what's on your mind? Patrick, Patrick, how you doing? Good, First sir. Time, long time, five six, a slimming down two oh nine. Okay. Lo- love your show. Congratulations on the contract extension. It's going to be a sad day when you leave the airways. Thank you. Thank anyway, you. my pump up song is from nineteen eighty one. It's from Red Rider. It's called Lunatic Print. Oh boy, that is that uh, not? That's not Tom Cochran, is it? Was he uh, or is that a, a solo artist? Uh, but Lunatic Fringe, that's a good song. This is from Vision Quest, right before Loudon Swain is going to wrestle Shoot at the end of the movie. Mm. Oh. The, the great movie with... Um, He's a bleeder. Matthew Modine. Matthew Modine. He's in the gym getting ready to wrestle Shoot. He grabs the uh, starting skipping rope, and this is where it comes in. 
Now, there's a slow, slow buildup. That's why it's tough to have this as a pump-up song, because it takes a little while. And then it's... And then it starts... Give me some drums. Yeah, this could be a Pink Floyd song. Yes, very much so. This sounds very Pink floyd Probably based off Pink Floyd. It's like Nine Inch Nails, to me, heavily influenced by Pink Floyd, it feels like. Maybe The Wall for Trent Reznor. I'm just saying, Brian Shute, one of the great movie villains of all time. <laughs> Probably one of the scariest, for sure. Matt I in, didn't want to wrestle that, too. Matt in Cincinnati. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind? Hey, boss. Thanks for taking my call. I wanted to uh, wish you and the boys a happy early retirement. I don't know what we're going to do without you. <laughs> But anyway, uh, there's nothing like before kickoff down in the jungle, and they're playing Welcome to the Jungle down there in the Cincinnati. No, it's great. I, I love that with Cincinnati. But that, I didn't, I never looked at that as a pump-up song. Good song. It's always Jim Rome, though, Welcome to the Jungle, right? Did he start? Did he go wire to wire with "Welcome to the Jungle"? I don't, I don't remember if he was using that when he first started. He may have been on before that song came oh, out. Okay, yeah. All right. Final hour on the way. More pump up songs here. Meet Friday. Rick Neuheisel. Talk about the Northwestern situation. Could he see Notre Dame joining the Big Ten soon? What happened to the Pac-12 and the soap opera that is the SEC? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.